It's time now for 10 Minutes with Tom Austin. Austin Tax and Financial. Uh, the, he and the team are going to be helping you with tax preparation, your retirement strategies, financial planning, and a whole lot more. Tom, how are you this morning? I'm good, Johnny. How are you doing? A little soggy out there. It is a little soggy, but that's all right. Uh, you know, like I said, you guys are very busy with a lot of things yeah. uh, with the taxes and many people stopping by and getting their taxes done with you uh, with the month of April. We're getting close to that tax filing deadline. It's just right around the corner. Tom, what if somebody just isn't ready to file their taxes by that tax deadline of April 18th this year, can they file an extension? Well, yes, the answer to that question would be, Johnny, but what a lot of people don't understand is, is that when you file an extension, if you uh, if you owe money uh, to the government, that, that money is still due on tax deadline, which is April 18th. We find that people that want to file extensions the, the, the largest percentage of those people typically are just uh, have just procrastinated, and mm -hmm. they, it's not that they can't be ready; they just have not prepared to be ready. They just don't really want to be ready, and so they're just <laughs> procrastinating, trying to delay the inevitable. Now, certainly, there's times and situations where somebody sure. just may not be ready to file. Sometimes, with people that have small businesses. And we've got a number of people that file extensions automatically every year, um, but they usually are small business people that have a, a general idea of their income and they make sure that they send a, a substantial payment in mm -hmm. by April 18th so that they're not affected. If, if you don't um, file an extension or if you don't file your return by April 18th, you can get hit with a, a failure to file um, uh, which equates to about 5% per month up to 25% of what you may owe. So we definitely encourage people to get in there and file, um, you know, w within the deadline mm -hmm. if, if at all possible. Wow. So what if uh, there's another case where somebody maybe just can't pay their tax bill? Should they still file? And what, what other options do they have? That's a great question, and we get asked that quite a bit. The instinct for a lot of people is, is to maybe just to try to hide from there. Well, <laughs> if, if, if I don't file my taxes, they won't know that I owe them, right? Right. Well, that is really the worst possible thing that you can do because they're going to catch up to you for sure. Mm -hmm. So we definitely we encourage people, again, to make sure that they file on time um, and that if they owe, uh, depending on how much they owe, if it's a one-time type of thing and they just don't have enough money or they have a situation where they typically don't owe this kind of money. What I usually tell people is, is we give them a voucher and tell them to send in, you know, what they can send in. And if they, if, if they think that they can pay this within a year, uh, normally you, you send in what you can, can send in and then you can continue to make payments throughout the year. Okay. The IRS will definitely contact you at some point if you didn't, you know, pay the full amount there may be a little bit of a penalty for the parts you didn't pay. There would be interest on top of that. But if it's something you feel that you can pay within a year, we typically tell people, you know, the IRS is definitely going to work with you. Now, if you owe a substantial amount of money and you know you're not going to be able to pay it in the next year, sometimes people are, are still paying from prior years, well, then it's best to, you know, get a hold of the IRS. You can go on their website and contact them and set up a payment plan, you know, that uh, is conducive for for you and, and what the IRS is willing to accept. Uh, and then there's other situations where 
if somebody you know has a hardship or they're financially mm-hmm. strapped yeah. and they have a large debt, you can always do what's called an offer and compromise with the IRS, which they may be willing to settle for less of your debt depending on your situation. But that's going to be a much more severe situation mm-hmm. to where you know, you'd have to really, they'd have to sit down and look at your financial situation. And if they don't feel that they're going to be able to collect that debt, you may be able to have that reduced down. Okay. So the, the bottom line is, is we definitely want to make sure that people understand, you know, what their options are. It's always, always more advantageous to, to file your return on time to avoid that uh, failure to file fee that you could be assessed with um, and then work out some type of an agreement with the IRS and, paying that down and uh, this is going to uh, avoid more serious problems, you know, down the road. And, you know, we definitely encourage people not to just bury your head in the sand and to, yeah. to, to kind of deal with the situation. Um, one other thing that we run across this time of year is we talk a lot on the show about, you know, uh, distributions from retirement accounts and, yeah. and many people are aware of, what are called RMDs, which are the required minimum distributions that people have to take out. Um, A few years ago, the the required distribution age was 70 and a half. And this was recently raised to 72. And then we just found out this year that they passed uh, at the end of December, they raised now the age to 73. So the way that that works is when you turn 73 now, you have to take a minimum distribution from your retirement account that is taxable. And for some people, they don't need that distribution or they don't need as much as they may be required to take out. So it creates a, a tax burden for them. And that's something that we're not going to talk about that today, but we, we've talked about that on prior shows about mm-hmm. how to alleviate that, uh, that if that's a problem down the road before somebody becomes of that age, you know, to with Roth conversions and different ways to reduce that. But the IRS, a lot of people don't realize that the IRS allows people the first year that they turn the required distribution age, which is now 73, uh-huh. <clears throat> would be to take that uh, up till April 1st of the following year. Okay. So, example, if you turned 72 um, last year in uh, 2022, you could wait till April 1st of 2023 to take that disbursement. Um, and there's some reasons that may compel people to do that primarily might be that if somebody worked, you know, was still working or they had other income that's going to be higher in that year, uh, the year that they turned 72, then they could defer that till the next year up till April 1st, but then they would have to take another distribution by December 31st of that year. So in essence, you're taking two disbursements in that year, but they do allow you to delay that up till April 1st of the, of the, of the year uh, following your uh, RMDH. So those are things that we look at with people and, and see what's the best avenue and approach to take. But a lot of people were unaware. And, and quite frankly, I really didn't realize this until uh, the 1st of February mm-hmm. um, that they had changed this this rule. And I uh, it was literally passed on December 29th of 2022 where they raised the age from 72 to 73 for mandatory distributions. But that, again, is something else that we look at with folks and try to put them in the best situation from a tax standpoint on mm-hmm. uh, when to take that disbursement. But a lot of things that we do on the front end um, tries to alleviate what those distributions are going to be when somebody turns that age 
so that they're not hit with a huge tax. And then we talk a lot about tax on social security. A lot of times that's what happens where somebody maybe going along and, and not paying a whole lot of taxes and all of a sudden they hit that distribution age. Yeah. And now their social security's taxed because of the distribution and they put find themselves in a, in a uh, precarious situation because they're paying a lot more taxes than what they anticipated. Absolutely. Yeah, you want to it's it's always good to stay up up on all these different things and I love that you guys you look at both sides of these things and you understand what's going on and and, and help people out in all of those different aspects. Can people still uh work with you guys at Austin Tax and Financial if they want to uh like you said, maybe they're procrastinating, maybe they're uh, not sure, not done and not ready to to file, uh but if they want to get their taxes done, uh, and ready to go before the deadline with you guys, can they still be a part of it? That's a great question, Johnny. And we, to date, this is our 15th year of doing taxes. We have not had to turn anybody away. Um, but certainly the last couple of weeks, uh, we had 30 returns that came in yesterday. Um, but certainly we, we definitely feel that we can accommodate folks still now if they need to get their taxes done. Certainly, if there's any high level of complexity, that may have to be filed an extension. Sure. But, yeah, we we are still taking people coming in and uh, um, trying to be as efficient and getting them out the door as we possibly can. And if people want to get a hold of you and maybe just talk about uh, maybe their taxes are done and they want to talk about financial planning and retirement Absolutely. strategies and all that stuff, how do they get a hold of you guys? Our phone number is 269-429-1585. We're located at 715 Columbia Avenue in St. Joseph. You can also visit us on the web at austinfinancial.us. And Tom Austin is an investment advisor representative with Capital Asset Advisory Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of Capital Asset Advisory Services, LLC. Topics discussed and opinions given not intended to address the specific needs of any listener. Listeners always encouraged to discuss their specific needs with the appropriate professional. And we certainly hope that that professional is Tom Austin. Thanks, Tom Austin. Thanks, Johnny. Have a great day.